Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Gentlemen. You want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Week 8 in the National Football League, and Week 8 provides a lot of opportunities because in between Week 8 and Week 9, there's an NFL trade deadline. Get Mike on Twitter, at Dome. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. And Mike, while we look ahead to Week 8, we'll give you your rankings, your hot plays, cold stores, everything with that. We also have an opportunity to look a little bit past Week 8 because the NFL trade deadline 
comes up on Tuesday. We already saw one trade in the NFL happen earlier in the week when the Texans sent Mark Ingram to the New Orleans Saints. And there could be others as well as we focus on this trade deadline. Where can we focus maybe the world of fantasy of players moving on? I think I'd be going to make the preemptive play for Brandon Cooks. Terrible matchup this week. Not really looking for much as Jalen Ramsey will be stalking him most likely. Uh, but he he would be the guy. I mean, because he's also you know raised a, a sign uh, like uh, John Cusack didn't say anything with the boombox <laughs> saying, please trade me. Please trade me. You let Mark Ingram get out of here. Please let me get out, too. So we'll see if uh, he, he gets his wish. But I think he would be number one. Uh, You've got a couple of other wide receiver options. Uh, the guy that um, most notably is Allen Robinson, right? Been a lot sure. of talk this week with uh, Justin Fields even saying, well, you know, we've been trying to Zoom to get on the same page. It's like, can't you take a football and go to a park? It's, it's It just seems silly to me. You know, you could say all you want in the preseason you didn't get the reps. Well, now you got several weeks since Andy Dalton got hurt and Justin Fields hit the lineup, and they're no closer to connecting on anything of substance. So he's a guy that I would not be surprised, since they haven't been able to come to a, a terms on an, a, a contract extension, that, that he finds his way out of town. Uh, and then, you know, you, you just look a, across the league, running back depth, maybe there's something there. Uh, I don't know how much in the way of skill position players you're going to see, yeah. but I'm fairly certain you're going to see a bunch of uh, defensive linemen and and cornerbacks, if we see movement at all, that's where the value uh, will be had in terms of NFL GMs for fantasy purposes. Not quite sure how much uh, fire we'll get with some of the smoke. And also when a wide receiver is dealt, it's more often than not in the occasions that it has been, the player has been traded as a complementary piece, not the WR1. Right. So, it, so if Brandon Cooks, and let's just – Let's just say he's, uh, t- you know, traded to. Uh, let's just say he's traded to Green Bay because they already played. Let's just say that that happens. Well, then he would be like the number two opposite Devontae Adams. Like that's the the type of example that we would end up be giving. Not a lot of times that you see wide receiver one plays. What I actually think sometimes, Mike, we see with the trade deadline, and I'll just leave it with this: is now does David Johnson maybe have a little bit more value in Houston because Mark Ingram isn't there for that log jam? So if log jams in places are cleared up, does it give an opportunity maybe for another player? And sometimes even that trade that is made ends up causing a log jam somewhere else. So I guess the moral of the story is it's not always the guy being traded as the valuable piece because sometimes it can be counterproductive if he's going and taking a timeshare somewhere else. Yeah, I, I think it, it'll be curious uh, running back. I still don't think I want any part of the Houston Texans. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We, Fair enough. You know, uh, Fair enough. J- Jason Smith and I had had a good opportunity to uh, chat with our buddy Jay Glazer uh, as we filled in for Dan Patrick on the network and kind of asked that. I asked the Brandon Cooks question, and he laughed. He goes, yeah, it's it's a fire sale. And, you know, when, it, when you get to the Deshaun Watson, we talked about that in the waiver wire pickups a little bit of maybe if you've got extra space to stay dash who knows what happens by Tuesday it seems like there's a lot of uh, obstacles in the way of him getting dealt uh, but he, I joked that if Bill O'Brien had still been there anybody that had value would have already been gutted from this <laughs> roster in 2021 you know I am gonna I am gonna defend myself a little bit I will say this their games where they've scored a total of eight points in three uh in in the last 
three of their last four games when they were they were skunked by the Bills, they were almost blanked by the Colts, and then they had the five points against the Cardinals in Week 7. After the Rams in Week 8, you do have Dolphins, bye week, Titans, and Jets. So I'm just saying there could be some opportunities. I'm not if I did maybe I did pick up David Johnson in a league that I'm not doing too well in. I maybe not recommended, but hey, I, I'm just saying if you're looking for guys out there, I'll stand by David Johnson. You know what? Screw that, Mike. I'm sticking my flag in the ground with David Johnson. I like that. I'm gonna take a stand and say that he's got some value in the month of November. I'm making a cartoon Dan Byer with a flag <laughs> that says David Johnson on it oh. later on today. No, it's it's just funny when, when you, you look at some of these circumstances and you're just like, all right, it seems so obvious. Make the deals. Move on. Right? Just just go through and, and, and let go of whatever the angst is and, and the hiccups. You've already traded away so much, especially in the case of Houston. You've already traded away so much talent uh, these last couple of years. And, hell, the, Miami was your favorite trading partner. How do you not come to fruition on something and, ju- and just be done with it so your squad can move on? But to your point, hey, they get into that schedule, Terod Taylor might be back. Yes, there you go. Another reason to plant the David Johnson flag if he ends up staying in Houston. Who knows? He could be on the on the way out as well. Before we get to the rankings, just a quick point that was actually brought up in our circles at Fox Sports Radio, and I think on a lot of fantasy lineups in a lot of different places, Michael Thomas's status with the New Orleans Saints. A lot of people, including myself, saw Michael Thomas available in drafts. Later on in the process, said, "Yeah, okay, I can, I can, I can wait for six weeks." Then when he comes back in week seven, he's the number one guy in New Orleans. That was the plan for a lot of people who took Michael Thomas in their drafts. Well, we're now in week eight, and we don't have any idea where Michael Thomas is going to be. Should Michael Thomas be rostered on any teams right now in fantasy football? At this point, you know, you're, you're going through the bye weeks, and you got past last week, right, where you had six teams. Week eight, just the Raiders and the Ravens are off, so a uh, little less in terms of poking holes in your lineup. Because basically, you got no running backs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, and, but it, it's just the, at least from the uh, Ravens side of thing, because, uh, look, if you had to go down that, uh, that rabbit hole, it, it, it is what it is at this point. Uh, but I, I think with Michael Thomas, it, it's – We've gotten the one update that he was a couple of weeks off, right? That that was it. It was a very nebulous, all right, we, we're not really getting too deep into can he cut? Is he just running straight line? Is he running at all? He's still a couple of weeks off. Uh, he's still rostered in Yahoo League, still rostered in over 82% of leagues. But I'm of the opinion right now, uh, you can go out if you need to make a play because of injuries or bad matchups here for Week Eight. You're a three and four team, two and five team, whatever the case is. You need to swing for the downs. Uh, you can punt him and go pick somebody else up, right? You're mm-hmm. hit by bye weeks, bad matchups, whatever the is ailing you. Um, because we, we still have no clarity of whether he's reconciled anything with Sean Payton and the team, right? There were a couple of, yep. well, maybe they're talking, whatever. It's like, that meant nothing, 
right? That's okay. Someone decided to put that out. There was no substance of, hey, there's reconciliation. He was back at the facility to get checked out, all that. There's still a lot of gaps that need to be filled here. So if you need the roster spot, I say he can beat it. I agree with that. There's no point, especially when you see the Saints offense and and really in, in some of the limitations that they are uh, facing right now. I know some may say, well, Michael Thomas could open up that passing game. I don't know if that's the case. I, I, I just I'm not seeing it right now from Jameis Winston. All right. Maybe yeah. we talk. I to think you- I think the only thing just to clo- close, you'd have opportunity, right? Because if he gets back on the field, Dan, they'd force feed him. So if nothing else, you're going to see eight to ten targets. Can Jameis actually do something with those? Nah, I'm with you. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I it's it's one of the th- things that actually that I've been a little disappointed in this season. I thought that actually we'd see more from Jameis Winston, and I know there's not a lot to throw to there, but I just I haven't seen the Jameis Winston that I thought that we would see. I don't. Maybe it was wrong in me and expecting that, and know that the. Saints are trying to change things up in New Orleans and trying to change him and get those bad habits out of the way. But this was a guy that once threw for 5,000 yards in a season. We know about the interceptions, but threw for 5,000 yards, and I just don't see that right now in his makeup in New Orleans. All right, let's get to the topic at hand. That is Week 8 in the NFL. Mike ranks his top five players at each position each week, quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. This week is no different. Mike, who are your top five quarterbacks for Week 8 in the National Football League? Ready to fight you all if you want. Don't like top five lists. We all like this. Uh, (laughs) Jerks. Damn it. Yeah, you stink if you don't like top five lists. (laughs) You know what? Pretty soon I'm going to condense those. It's going to be like seven-minute ads. I'm just going to go to the metal stand. There'll only be three of them. So take that. Uh, Josh Allen going up against Miami, number one. Seven most fantasy points per game allowed to quarterbacks. You got a big 14-point number uh, as Buffalo plays at home. Miami, one of the most disappointing defenses. I think we can all agree uh, based on the expectations coming out of the 2020 campaign. Uh, Dak Prescott, a little bit. Uh, I'm doing a little bit of counter plays in the top five, at least at the quarterback position uh, this week, just because I'll take the player over the stats through seven weeks. So Dak Prescott going against Minnesota, eighth best against quarterbacks. We know they can get after the passer, good pass rush. Uh, but you're also looking at Dak with all of his complimentary pieces. And obviously, that as we sit down to talk about this, Dan, uh, the expectation is that he returns and he's ready to play. Uh, there is a little bit of the approach with caution. Keep an eye on game day. See about tenderness and ability to move. What are there? Uh, but I'm, I'm going to take the shot because this is also a game uh, that we're looking at an over/under sitting at 53 and a half, and I don't think they're expecting Ezekiel Elliott to run for 27 points. There we <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, the the, the Dak the Dak factor, as we can call it, also has another layer because it is Sunday night, as you said. So that is something to be aware of. But yeah, I agree with you. I think he's going to play. Go ahead, number three. Drinking game in that one for all the Twitter times people besmirch the good name of. Kirk Cousins. Uh, Number three, Tom Brady going up against at New Orleans. New Orleans actually one of the top defenses against opposing fantasy quarterbacks. Antonio Brown still on crutches. It doesn't matter because Mike Evans is going to catch a touchdown. You know what he's going to do? He's going to cling to that, and the only way you're getting it out is by his cold, dead hands. (laughs) He'll be damned because, you know, all all of those things outside of sponsor stuff came out of his pocket when it came time to pay the piper for that guy in that ball a week ago. Uh, Matt Stafford going up against Houston, giving up about 20 fantasy points per game. My only fear with that is that perhaps they get up early enough to where it's a 
full-on run game uh, and a lot of Sony Michelle mopping up the work from Daryl Henderson. But we'll get to him uh, in a moment. Still in all, you're looking at a, a spread on the road, Dan. 14.5-point favorites on the road. At number five, Jalen Hurts going up against Detroit. Detroit allowing 15 touchdown passes this year against just four interceptions, not generating enough turnovers. And look, you don't have to like what you see down-to-down, pass-to-pass, drive-to-drive with Jalen Hurts. Don't watch. Don't watch. He'll show up on the red zone when he does something big. Those are your top five quarterbacks for week eight in the National Football League. Now we move along to the running backs, the top five guys. Hopefully they're on your team, or at least one of them is. Mike, who's your top five tailbacks in the NFL? Yeah, I'm going to get to the backs in a second. I just got a text from someone as we speak, Dan, uh, who is in Lake Como trying to find George Clooney uh, and watching a soccer match. He had halftime risotto and some Prosecco. Oh, Interesting. Ah, Whereas here we get lukewarm, bad burritos with no flavor uh, at our football stadiums. I got some cheese curds here, but that's just in the uh, the studio. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. Yes. See, now I'm jealous of the cheese curds. I know. Oh, nicely done. Sorry about that. That And if you're listening in the morning, I'm sorry to turn your stomach, but cheese curds at the time of us recording this fits well. Cheese curds are good any any time of day. All right, number one, Jonathan Taylor going up against the Tennessee Titans. Ninth best against running backs. Again, a little bit of the contrarian uh, kind of mode here, but looking at Indianapolis, they've been able to move the ball more effectively with Carson Wentz. Not looking for a massive game out of him, but I think it does open up things in the ground game uh, behind Quentin Nelson, rested, restored, and ready to mow down opposing D, D linemen. Uh, we look at Daryl Henderson, mentioned him. Uh, Houston seventh worst against the run. I think this is where a lot of hay gets made. Uh, even if it stays between the 20s, it's going to rack up uh, a big yardage for total for you on Sunday. Uh, Derrick Henry going up against Indianapolis. Why? Uh, well, he's Derrick Henry because the stats would say, well, move him down. No, 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 no. He's Derrick Henry. Uh, and we, we've got no evidence that he really can be bested. You know, week one is a long, long time ago. Tennessee has grown. Uh, Indianapolis tied for fourth best against running backs, giving up just 16.3 points per game. Number four, Dalvin Cook going against Dallas, 12th best against running backs, looking at, at him as a runner and receiver to make some hay. And number five, Joe Mixon. I was going to sing the, if you don't like Mojo Nixon, then you could use some fixing uh, or something to that effect. Uh, yeah, a song from Mojo Nixon. Joe Mixon going up against the Jets. They're giving up a lofty, sickening 34 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. Already almost 700 yards on the ground and 10 rushing touchdowns. Mmm, juicy. Juicy exactly. for the Bengals. The Daryl Henderson play at number two, I think, is smart. And again, you mentioned earlier, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you want to look at guys that you know, don't don't worry about what they did in the past. And I think that some people are hung up over what happened last week with Daryl Henderson against the Lions because he's sitting there saying, oh, juicy, juicy matchup, and he only has 45 yards on the ground. Uh, the Houston Texans can ail that. They, could, they, they can be of your service if you're looking for fantasy. So, yeah, I like the play of Daryl Henderson at number two. All right, let's go to the pass catchers, the top five wide receivers for Week 8 in the NFL. 
Looking for an explosive day from Stephon Diggs going up against Miami. Again, uh, just massive points allowed to quarterbacks. You look at the point spread, and it's about time he ate. We've been talking about A.J. Brown a lot and waiting for him to have his breakout. He Well, he did, and he's going to do it again in an opportunistic matchup here against Indianapolis. Fourth most fantasy points allowed to wide receivers for Diggs against Miami. They've given up the third most fantasy points per game, including 10 touchdown receptions already to opposing wideouts. Cooper Cup, why? Because he's Cooper Cup. He's going to run enough routes. He's going to catch enough uh, little passes out of the backfield, get some yak, hit on one or two big plays. Again, I'm not expecting Matthew Stafford to do one of these 400-yard games. Why? Because he won't need to. Sorry, Davis Mills. Uh, Number four, Tyreek Hill. And every time I write Tyreek Hill's name down, I get kind of nervous. Like, my, my pen starts to shake. Yes, I'm actually using a pen uh, going up at the, against the New York Giants. Because you look at Tyreek Hill at this point. We know the explosiveness. They're a 10-point favorite against the Giants. And the overall numbers, even with the Mahomes turnovers, ha- have still been there. However, with Tyreek Hill, twice he was the number one wide receiver in the game. Once number 15. Other four games, 29th or worse, Dan. So it's a feast or famine opportunity here against the Giants. Yeah, and he feasts when they win, and I think that they'll win against the Giants, and he's had the famine when they have not won, so I like that trend, at least in Week 8. Well, if nothing else, maybe he could start throwing passes and we could see what he could do. Uh, throwing to Mahomes uh, on some trickeration. Number five, DJ Moore uh, going up against Atlanta. Do I have strong faith in Sam Darnold? No. I don't know how much you saw of the uh, mashups people were doing with his dropbacks, Dan. Uh, but really some kind of frightening tendencies that he's had i.e. going for a three-step drop and stepping back into his throw before his receivers have even started to break. <laughs> On multiple occasions this past week where it's just you're scratching your head going, dude, take the five, take the seven, give him a chance. Maybe a little P.J. Walker, huh? The, uh, yeah, Panthers. well, I mean, there's there uh, that opportunity as well. Start looking down the road and seeing if you can't find some value uh, in, in the other members of the roster. Uh, but yeah, for Sam Darnold, uh, what was a promising start has fizzled. Uh, but I still think Carolina can put up some points on Atlanta. We've seen um, well, so many teams do so this year, including Tua last week uh, in his monster game that saved, absolutely saved uh, my guillotine league. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right, those are your top five players at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver positions for Week 8. Let's get into the hot plays. There it is, the hot plays for week eight. Guys that may not be in the top five, but guys that you got to get into your lineup. Mike, who are our hot plays for this week? We will never, ever, ever get back together. I just felt like saying in some Taylor Swift. Why? Because DeAndre Swift's going to have a big game, and we've been force feed. I've been force fed a lot of Taylor Swift this week by my daughters. I don't know if they've announced a new concert that I missed or something, uh, but it seems like a concerted effort to get me to be a Swifty on a whole other level. Uh, we got Austin Eckler going up against the your New England Patriots. Opportunity knocks here as we come out of the bye week for the Patriots. We know the defense is strong, and they'll do what they can to try to slow down um, Justin Herbert and and that passing attack, but I still think uh, on the ground you get some hay made uh, with Eckler as well as a few receptions out of the backfield. Uh, One of my favorites and yours, Dan, James Robinson going up against Seattle. I don't like to put that at Seattle there because I know, uh, well, it vexes you, Uh, but they've given up the second most fantasy points to opposing running backs, and he has three top ten finishes on the year. Let's make it four, shall we? Uh, We got Daniel Jones going up against Kansas City. They've given up 19 passing touchdowns. Jones making plays with his legs. Opportunity knocks. uh, Kick the door in. Uh, We've got uh, Marvin Jones, seven catches for 100 yards and a score his last time out against Miami. Uh, already three touchdowns on the season. Uh, let's look for the fourth. Court, Courtland Sutton going up against the 
Washington football team. He's got three top 11 performances. And let's face it, uh, beyond Miami, Washington's defense, the most enigmatic and puzzling. And damn it, Dan, um, disappointing. Because you thought that defensive line would hold things down and give those guys in the back seven a chance. Nope, hasn't happened at all this year. So uh, whether it's uh, a banged up Teddy Bridgewater or we get to see some Drew Locke in relief, uh, I think we have opportunity here. The Washington-Denver game is also a throwback to what I think is the greatest looking Super Bowl uniform wise that we've had in Super Bowl history and that would be Super Bowl 22 plus the field with the Broncos orange end zones and the Washington yellow it had the old nickname in it at that point but it was just a really good looking colorful field with the colors of both teams it is what I think is the best looking Super Bowl that we've had in Super Bowl history. I like that. My man, Dan Beyer, besides his love of end zone painting and jerseys and helmet combinations, he also gives you the MVP pyramid each and every week on Fox Sports Radio. At Dan Beyer on Fox, where you find it, I retweet it every week at Swollen Dome. Who's atop the pyramid since we're talking about greatness, Dan? Yeah, it's uh, it's one Kyler Murray sits atop with Tom Brady and Derrick Henry still on his heels. The big mover in week, uh, between week seven and eight, was Derek Carr, who moved up uh, five spots from number nine to number four. Aaron Rodgers did make his debut. There are other guys on the outside looking in, but I don't want to tell you who they are because I feel that I'm that, I, that I'm cheating the pyramid because the pyramid is 10 spots only, but Aaron Rodgers made his debut and Cooper Cup is sitting in there at number 9. That's what you have. That's what you've got in the pyramid this week. And and I the, dig that. Hey, the uh who was it Bo, Bo Benson, one of our producers who uh, pointed out that the pyramid continues. Yes. So your guy's on there. Iowa, yeah, Iowa Sam also loves the uh, the NFL MVP pyramid, and America does, that. except for one Cincinnati Bengals fan who told me to do something else with the pyramid, which I will hey keep now. off the podcast. Yes, I will. That's a child-friendly podcast. We will keep that off. By the way, I can't use Washington and Denver as uh, will never be a Super Bowl since it already was a Super Bowl. But I am really like torn between Rams and Texans and Jaguars and Seahawks here because there are just no other options really to have for Week 8 in the NFL. So maybe I'll decide by the end of the show of which one of those two will never be a Super Bowl in the NFL. I dig that. A lot of conference games otherwise. Yes, that is the case chock full of them. All right, those are the hot plays for week eight and some other garbage we just threw in there about my love of end zones and Super Bowls. Sorry, so, sorry, it's just one of the greatest things ever when you see the Super Bowl end zones for the first time. The NFL, by the way, needs to put helmets in those end zones again. That is a completely different story. We don't have time for it. Let's get to the cold sores. Yes, the cold source for week eight in the NFL. Guys, you don't want in your lineup that maybe you should put on the bench for this week. Started off Jameis Winston going up against your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We talked about the Michael Thomas situation and the lack of belief in Jameis and the downfield weapons. I mean, Marquez Calloway. And I got to think Tampa Bay is going to be better, you know, at actually looking in the direction of Alvin Kamara. As we pointed out, recapping the Monday night game uh, earlier this week, the Tom Brady, even at halftime, saw the stat after Kamara had scored as like, how does this guy have 8-109? You think you'd want to look after him. 
or paraphrasing uh, to that. You know, since they have nothing else, uh, that that would be the opportunity there. So, Jameis, two top fives, a top 15, otherwise 26, 25, 26. Tampa Bay defense, I think, uh, has their way. I know it's in New Orleans. Uh, no thanks. Mention Brandon Cooks. Nope, he's a, he's a you know, passenger uh, on your ship against the Rams. Uh, just wait for him to get traded, uh, and then we'll have some opportunity perhaps somewhere else. Uh, I'm going to take Jamar Chase, and, and I'm going to put him down in the WR2s mm. this week. The, the brilliance has been there. Jets have been pretty good against opposing passing games, and there's got to be some hiccup that you don't see on the radar, right? There's got to be something there. I know the Jets already beat the Titans, so that's one of them, but I hang that here. I, it's not a bench, but it's just a, I'm tempering expectations here. Tua, after his massive week last week uh, against Atlanta, going up against Buffalo, they've got two interceptions per every touchdown allowed. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, and then a couple of running backs, Damian Harris going up against the Chargers. Um, I think there's just an opportunity here, even though they're the fifth worst, it's kind of the, you know, do the opposite, kind of uh, George Costanza-like effect here that I, I wonder if the Chargers offense uh, negates the ability uh, for New England to rely on the run because Harris is a guy uh, that it seems he needs to get one of those bigger workloads before things start to really percolate. And then finally, Antonio Gibson going up against Denver. Uh, we saw what Ernest Johnson had done uh, to close out that game in week seven. Fantastic. Seven carries, 52 yards, five minutes of possession uh, to close things out. Uh, but there's still a top 10 defense, even without Vaughn Miller. I think uh, this is a, a tough sledding a kind of op- operation this week for Washington. So I will shut him down. Those are your cold sores for week eight. That leaves one more category that we have to hit, and they are your fantasy ninja. Yep, the fantasy ninjas for week eight in the NFL. Uh, we start with Khalil Herbert. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch. Strength on strength, right? We want to run the ball. You want to run the ball. Now, the, the Bears run the ball a lot. And they don't do so well. And they certainly can't pass. 124 passing yards per game. So let's go to Herbert. Back-to-back, uh, 100 total yard games, 97 rushing, 100 rushing, one touchdown. But back-to-back top 15 fantasy plays. Let's make it number three. Let's give him the hat trick, as it were, Dan Byer. Uh, Zach Moss going against Miami. Sixth most fantasy points per game allowed running backs already 10 total touchdowns Devontae Booker going up against KC near to a thousand total yards already and six touchdowns to running backs uh, let's have an opportunity there uh, and then K. Jay Osborne on the wings of love going up against Dallas. He's got two top 15 finishes. And again, going back to that hefty over-under total, let's find some fun in that game. We'll see again if he can woo-woo-woo against the Dallas Cowboys in Week 8. All right, now it's my turn for a segment that I was this close to banning myself for for a week, a self-imposed penalty, but I have decided to instead just put myself on minor probation and limit my scholarships. It's a segment we like to call three, two, one. Give me one reason. Yeah, I'm just giving you one reason to play a guy. Sometimes the reasons don't even make sense, but the play works. I'm going to give you a reason to start Mac Jones of the New England Patriots against the Los Angeles Chargers. And I'm going with actual data here, Mike. Let's go. Mac Jones has been playing well. Three out of his last four games, double-digit touchdowns. I think you're going to need that if you're going to compete with the Chargers. So I like Mac Jones as a play, especially in a week 
where Derek Carr and Lamar Jackson are on by. So it's not a huge week, but you do have two capable starting quarterbacks. And if you were starting Derek Carr, you likely didn't spend a lot in your draft, so you needed somebody who was maybe a good backup. Mac Jones could be an opportunity this week against the Chargers. Love the opportunity there, uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, and you're, you're starting to see more confidence. Mac Jones has been playing well. I, I, I think uh, they hit the right guy. It commence all those Brady uh, comparisons you want to do, Dan. I know that's a hot take for you. <laughs> I try not to go to the well too often as well on this segment. Maybe I try to use the same guy or same team from time and again. And I thought, geez, I should just put the Seahawks receiving core if Geno Smith's going to continue to be there. <laughs> but who knows if they're going to have any offensive players because Alex Collins is a little dinged up. He ended up being a non-participant in practice uh, earlier in the week, so you're going to want to watch at least his status against Jacksonville. I know I went big game hunting last week with DeAndre Hopkins in week seven. This is going to be a similar scenario. It's a popular name, but the name is Nick Chubb. And the reason I would say to bench Nick Chubb is what else are the Browns going to do? Now, I could also use the Duranus Johnson possibility and Chubb's health himself, but Baker Mayfield says he's going to play. But honestly, if you are Pittsburgh and you're trying to focus and you just had a Seahawks team take it to you at week seven on the ground, even though you left for a win, I would think that that defense has something to prove. So I'm just going to say Nick Chubb for a lot of reasons, but mostly the one reason being what else are the Browns going to do if Baker Mayfield's playing with one good shoulder? No, that's it. I, I'm looking at you. You know, Dearness Johnson is is interesting. Talked about uh, extolling the virtues of his effort against Denver, uh, but uh, Baker playing is just so curious to me. Uh, look, he and Case Keenum. You know, they're only separated by 01 percent in their career completion percentage. Dan. Oh, wow. How about that? Shock and awe, same guy, or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the, the run game is the only chance they have right now. That pass game, uh, find me a guy uh, that's worthy of a look-see. Uh, not even there. I can't even yell Hooper drives the boat because he's a non-factor <laughs> most week, too. Uh, heck, Jets-Bengals has a higher over-under than Steelers-Browns. Only yeah. that Bears-Niners matchup that you mentioned is the the lowest over-under of Week 8, but right after that, it's Steelers and Browns sitting right now at 42.5. I mean, I mentioned Bengals-Jets. Seahawks-Jaguars sitting there at 44. Again, with Geno Smith as their quarterback, that is, that's that's also why I think you could see a, a tough day in, in Cleveland for uh, for the Browns, at least on the ground. Yeah, it's 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 a hard opportunity. I mean, look at that Bears 49ers game, 39 and a half, and it's actually pushing downward. That's how bad it is. Here's, here's, here's the other thing about giving you one reason to bench. Don't really bench Nick Chubb in your league, but just remember that I told you that you could have. That's probably oh, the back, best back way end to go. Too. Yeah. yeah, I think he's back end too because I think Darnus Johnson's going to see a big yeah. workload. Yeah. If Chubb is banged up, why would you – Why these next two games, as much as you want to win your divisional games, and I get that because coming out of the game against Pittsburgh, next up is the Cincinnati Bengals, right, who, who are getting all of the press clippings that the Browns got a year ago. But you need him for the long haul. And the, the schedule gets so much cleaner for them after those two weeks, at least in theory. I, as much as you want to win the divisional games, Dan, I, I just don't see the point in exposing him. Just like playing Baker Mayfield right now. 
I guess he's, he, I know he's trying to talk his way into the lineup. Doctors will probably clear him. And I know he wants uh, all, you know, questions of toughness and ability and all this aside as he tries to get that extension. But it just seems foolhardy to me to get him out there if he's not medically ready. Likewise, Nick Chubb, I appreciate the effort. I think you live to see another day. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
All right, there it is. Might give you one reason to start and to bench a guy. Let's wrap this bad boy up with our three-point conversion, Mike. And, uh, again, I will I will defer to you. Would you like the honor or would you like me to go first? Oh, I'll go, I'll go first. All right. I'm, I'm all with it. Um, number one, uh, I'm going to look for a, a little white knight. Uh, yeah, Mike White uh, gets to start for the Jets. What does that mean against Cincinnati? Uh, that he'll wing it around. So if I had an extra dollar in a D- DFS league, I might do it just for wow. giggles. <laughs> not that not that I have any idea of who actually comes down with said ball, Elijah Moore, or, or you know any any member of the Jets receiving core, Barrios. I mean, you know, you get all these guys. Uh, I I don't know who finishes, and at the over under in that one is forty three as well, uh, with Cincinnati favored by ten and a half. Uh, but it's just the the curious case when we start talking about the bottom feeding teams. We're at the point of. What else do you have to lose? Empty the playbook, throw for the down. So I've got that uh, throwing up, for, and I might actually be throwing up if it really goes to hell. Nah, actually, who am I kidding? I, I was talking to the one percenters among you that would have the guts to do this. Uh, I'm looking at the Carolina Panthers-Atlanta Falcons game, a nice divisional battle. Uh, so let's go with the pits. Let's go with the Pitts for a third straight game and uh, dive down in uh, as Kyle Pitts back-to-back 100-yard games. Carolina, eighth best against opposing tight ends, but let's face it, Matt Ryan ain't throwing the ball to Calvin Ridley, is he? No! Uh, So opportunity knocks there. And then Mike Evans, I mentioned it before, he's going to catch a touchdown, and he is going to have to have a crowbar uh, applied to take the ball out of his arms this time around uh, as each touchdown pass. Cause you know, Dan, like we say, you know, this trade could happen as early as tomorrow. Uh, well, Tom Brady's career could end as early as uh, Monday, you know? So the, <laughs> I don't think it happens, but every one of those touchdowns is a record breaker. And so in that regard, everybody's got dollar signs and they'll be damned if they give them up to any fan in the stands. Well, well let's also let's also remember that one of the greatest rivalries in the NFL is Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, so yeah, a lot you're, of fighting to you come. know that Brady is probably going to want to go to his guy, so you could see that uh, in the Superdome on Sunday. My three-point conversion, uh, Mitchell burns Chicago again. This time it's not Trubisky. It's actually Elijah Mitchell on the 49ers. I think that Kyle Shanahan uh, realized a bit of his mistakes from uh, Sunday night when he stopped giving Mitchell the ball, had a great first half. The Bears' run defense has been for the taking, now with Mack uh, Hurt and, and other Injuries on the Bears' front. I think Elijah Mitchell could have a game. No matter how low-scoring it could be, I still think Elijah Mitchell uh, has a good day for San Francisco. Number two, Jaguar intelligence. It doesn't make any sense as a pun, but it will make sense in this aspect. The two guys that are basically running the Jacksonville Jaguars' offense are Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer. Those are the last two offensive coordinators of the Seattle Seahawks. So if there are any two guys that know what the Seahawks are doing, it is probably Daryl Bevel and uh, Brian Schottenheimer. So I like Trevor Lawrence as a play in this game. It may not be a huge shootout sort of game, especially with Geno Smith on the other sideline. But I think, again, if you're in a spot where you have a Lamar Jackson or a Derek Carr, I, I don't mind Trevor Lawrence being played in this game. Plus, I think the Jaguars would give him opportunities. I don't think that they are they would go to Seattle and be like, oh, let's just try to grind out our second win. I think they want to see progress in their quarterback. So I am, I am high on Trevor Lawrence this week. And finally, the team that I am really high on 
the Detroit Lions. Win number one comes Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. I teased it in our last podcast, Mike, but I think the Lions get it done on Sunday. Win number one for Dan Campbell. Oh, I love that you're going bold, and it is an opportunity against Philadelphia. Over-under sitting at 48. They had the Rams, and they let them off the hook. I still think Jalen Ramsey got a call because of reputation and his birthday. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> and, and look, it was a bad call. Uh, we know this. Uh, and Dan Campbell, uh, the fighting Campbells have to win one eventually. I do like the um, the call of Bevel and Schottenheimer, and you said they know what Seattle's doing. I was like, good, because nobody else does, Dan. <laughs> that's, that's, that is very, very apropos, including myself. Find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. Enjoy week eight. Mike, have a great weekend, and we'll, uh, we'll do it after the Monday Nighter. Enjoy, brother. Can't wait to see all of them hit the over. Why we need some fantasy points. Mike Carmen, I'm Dan Byer. This is I Want Your Friends. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.